Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Sugars, this is Maddie. You're listening to an episode of Smothered, episode two. This episode was originally a bi-curious episode. So we started with episode two, and then this shit show is what, oh, I loved it. Poodle dreaded it, but I drug him into it because y'all convinced me, and I love this show. So we're gonna, you're going to be listening, if you're listening on the regular podcast, we're going to be talking about Patreon tiers and some stuff like that. And then we're calling it a bi-curious, and you're like, what's happening? It's not. It's just we're not re-recording the show because we already did it. So you're listening to the right show. This is episode two. If you want to listen to episode three and the rest of Smothered, those are going to be on the $5 tier on our Gatreon. So join that at patreon.com forward slash 90 day gaze. It's in the show notes. You can click on that and join that there, and we will have all the episodes up there for you to enjoy. All right. Have fun. I've been showering with you since I don't know when. It's totally natural to mother's love. I tell you all of the time, you're my only friend. And I really love your lasagna. Look at me now, will I ever learn? I don't know how, but when you suddenly lick my face, you run away and I start to chase. Yes, it's strange I want to sit in your bath. Yes, it's strange that you're a sociopath. Whoa, whoa, mama mia, here we go again. Date night for three, no it doesn't suck, mama mia. I was low again. Thank you for paying for my tummy tuck. Yes, from that rose colonic. And that commercial for Sonic. Mom, 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 I'll never let you go. Mama mia, here I go again. Day night for three, no it doesn't sound. Now, I balance you. You should be very <laughs> thankful for my energy. We balance uh... each other out. More like, I wish I could dampen your energy. <laughs> like, put a big, big fluff wool blanket over it. <laughs> exactly. Don't say a fucking word. <laughs> Y'all, Poodle. We're co- drinking. He caused me to bring out a white claw at 2 p.m. <laughs> because. You blamed me. You're on edge. You know, I've been. It's been a long day today. And I've been watching these. I've been watching. Uh, we've been watching Smothered, y'all. And this show had. Gives me a very abject feeling. <laughs> I kind of 
No, we're not doing it. No. I kind of love it. It's disgusting. It's, y'all, this is by Curious. This y'all, is 90 this Day is by Gays Curious. by Curious. We are recapping Smothered Episode 2. On TLC Season 2 Episode season 2. Season 2 Episode. What's this called? If my mom could lick me, I could lick me, or something like that? Uh, someone call a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why I like it. I, 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 but there's been no... These mothers and daughters, by the way, it's called Smothered because it's a mother and daughter, and they're way too close in everyone's, and basically there's a psychosis going on in every single relationship. It's not good. Yeah. It's not Um, good. I said I would have no problem with this if people were, if people in our lives were talking and helping them out with trying to maybe not be so codependent. None of that's happening. If anything, they're... They're like turning them up, and they want to make it worse. This is more of a day in the life of this dysfunction, not how do we fix right. this dysfunction. Yeah, which is still fascinating to me. I will say, to it is a sad show. <laughs> it it is. It's just kind of sad. I, I don't know if I could watch a whole season. I think only one of the segments is very sad, but I do like some of the characters. Like I like um, some of them as people. And I'm gonna say, and I want to, I'm gonna, we're gonna skip the first ones because we're gonna put those last for a reason. Um, oh, okay. And uh, we're gonna skip. So, you guys, guess this is the second season of the TLC show, Smothered, and some of the couples are back. I say couples because basically the moms kind of want to fuck their daughters. You kind of um, get that feeling like they just want to yeah, scissor. Well, Mary and Brittany shower together. Um, first of all, we're. I don't know who Brittany is. Um, her name is Brittany, because that's how her name is spelled. <laughs> it is with, the, and we're calling her Brittany from now on. <laughs> it is spelled with an I at it's, the end no, too. It's Brittany. B R I Brittany. P R I T T A N I. First of all, Brittany. Brittany has one T. <laughs> it's E N E Y. Maybe you could do. I think Brittany does have two T's normally. I well, don't know. Uh, there is Brittany, like B R I. Who who B-R-I-T-T- can even orbit? Who, who can even calm down this taste? A N Y. Yes, <clears throat> Brittany. And you say Brittany. are there two N's? You can't say Brittany, but people just call it Brittany. But Brittany, with yeah. T A. It is Brittany. It is Brittany. Yeah. Brittany. I agree with you. Thank you for standing up I'm for grammar. Of, I'm kind of surprised you didn't notice it, but that just tells you how that, much Jake was uh, completely bulldozed by this dysfunction. <laughs> When I can't con- when I can't comment on a name, <laughs> y'all. I've watched a little bit of season one and episode one drunk. and episode two of this season, and I'm like quite appalled. Like you could not knock me over. You like now I feel like I've I've seen the worst of humanity. <laughs> oh no! What this has brought me to is there a show that's worse than this? You don't don't, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I think that actually you brought it up before. I think that Swan show is worse than oh, this. Oh, but that was a different time. Yeah. But this is grosser. And I feel like the level of codependency is so intense. Married at first sight's pretty gross to me. It in is a different way. It is. Like these are at least these children are born into it. But I mean, if this doesn't make us want to watch Grey Gardens for a watch along, <laughs> then I don't know what. Because mm. this is fucking Grey Gardens to fix dysfunction. Um, I want to skip Mary and Brittany first. We're going to have time to talk about the Shower Twins. Brittany. Um, sorry, Brittany. <laughs> and let's go on to New York. New York with Cher and Dawn. Oh, oh, Cher. Cher and Dawn. 
every time I hear either of them talk, I want to puncture both my eardrums. It's, hey, man, I'm so, I'm on, we're twins. I, we dress alike. I love you so much. You know what, who I don't, <laughs> who I have the problem with is I don't, who I'm judging in this is how can fucking Jared be married oh, to this? Oh, that poor husband. That's who, how? You know, you're right. He's kind of Some, chosen this. Something new. Something's wrong with him. Yeah. You know, the daughter was born masochistic. into this and she was, she was conditioned. Yeah, she's been conditioned to be like her mother's pet. But how does. Uh, they were, this is their second season. I did watch their first season where they she did get pregnant, and she was like, "How am I gonna tell? I how am I not gonna tell my mom I'm pregnant?" And the guy's like, "Just don't. Just we. That's we're gonna tell all our families at one time." Oh, she didn't wait. She's did like, she? "I don't know if I can." And of course, the first thing she does when she gets down to where her mother is, she's like, "Here you go, BB or Mimi." And the husband's like, I asked one thing of you. <laughs> She'll, yeah, it's just a, it's a weird problem, and it's like, and I also think that there's no one in their lives who's trying to check the behavior, mm-hmm. and there's no one like it. I almost feel like it's in an intervention kind of sense. I wish people sat around like their father and say, everyone's kind of like, yeah, I thought they were too close. Everything, y'all. This is not helpful behavior. This is deteriorating their lives. Especially in couples, when you it is wonderful to be close to your family and to and to feel like I love when people marry and they feel like they bring families together. And when you go off into a couple, I feel like you kind of take that leap with that person. A man shall leave his mother or cleave unto another. Or change his mind and suck a lot of dicks. Exactly. But still when you do that. I'm a huge mama's boy. However, no. Yeah. <laughs> you are too. You just won't admit it in your own way. I don't want to breastfeed for my mother. But when I'm with someone, or I am with someone, but it, when one day when you end up marrying someone who's 70 <laughs> and about to die. You, oh, from your lips to God's ears. You will choose them I'll over sit at your their bedside and just pinch that IV. But you will <laughs> not choose them, but you will stand by the person you're in a partnership with. I don't have a problem choosing more than with anyone parents. over my mother. You know what I mean? It's like I don't have a problem with that. I don't either, but I'm yeah. saying but it's also a lot of people, especially men with mothers are like, "Well, I don't want to tell my mother no." And I'm like, "Dude, I bet you I bet you Heather Torres has so many fucking stories of guys <laughs> and their fucking mothers." Um, but anyway. let's get back to daughters and mothers, which is a special kind of pathology. Which um, we don't understand. Well, yeah. we kind of understand, I but not of, really. But there's a weird, like, neediness that all the mothers have that their daughters kind of validate them and keeps them almost young. They see their kind of shadow selves. No, I was going to say they are a younger. It's, it's a vicarious living. Yeah. That's, they're real, they really are transferring yeah. what they wish they would have done, should have done, could have done yeah. in their children. And it's she's like, like Yeah. So she's like, 
Mom, I, we do everything. I, I know it's only like a couple of hours before we talk to each other. And I think they think it's funny. And everyone is out watching goes, you're both fucked up. And the mom's like, I think it's great. She's having a daughter. We're going to we're gonna have a. That's gonna, not what she sounds she, like. We're she have sounds another just one. like the daughter. She sounds just it's like that. Too. And then we're going to have a third one. It's going to be triplets. <laughs> yeah, she said that. And you're like, you're going to be dead. <laughs> By the time your daughter grows up or your granddaughter grows up. Um, anyway, so you guys, they uh, they uh, they dress alike. Um, uh, we don't. So mom had natural childbirth. This is what I find completely upsetting. I want to set a precursor. We are two men <laughs> talking about a woman having a baby. We just want to say. We have no personal opinion about what type of childbirth is. I best. don't give a shit. Do whatever the fuck you want to make you comfortable. Breastfeed, don't best breastfeed. My natural, is, not whatever. My thing has nothing to do with what she's choosing. It's just that she and her husband have talked no. about having an epidural. Agreed. Yeah, let's talk. I'm just putting that precursor in case some people feel triggered. Because this you is know a what? big come topic. at me. There's a big come at me. No, I don't think we will. I just want because I empathize for a lot of women, especially daughters. I want to say that this is not as common, but so many mothers put pressure on their daughters of how to have and how to raise right. their children. Like I know a lot of girlfriends that got so much pressure either way to not breastfeed or to breastfeed from their oh, mother. Oh, my mother's a big breastfeeding person. My grandma Hazel, she told my mother, she's like, "Why do you want to do that in public and look common?" Really? Wow, yes. that's weird for that age. Yes, and that's why she stopped breastfeeding. Wow. Yeah. My mother joined the Leche League. My mother was a breastfeeding Nazi. There's a thing she called the Leche League. The Leche League. Yeah. Like la leche, like milk. I know. That's not appropriation <laughs> at all. So some white southern person said, we'll call it the leche. Like, that's la, 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 oh, Tawny, I don't that's think, cute. I don't think it was a southern person. La leche league. Well, I, don't, I doubt it was somebody who speaks Spanish. <laughs> you know, I don't know anything about it. So so come for her, y'all. Don't come for me with la leche league. I, 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 I was brought up to believe by my mother said that you know, breastfed babies are healthier, blah, blah, blah. That's what I was spoon-fed. Um, I, I know there is research to say that, but if you don't want to breastfeed your baby, you don't have to. There's also research against it. You know, so I feel like whatever you decide to do. Well, there is for some babies are just eating too much and mothers aren't making enough milk. So the research in that is it's much better, at least from my understanding. Yeah, for bottle. Jackie some Wiseman, can't. come for us. Come for us, mom. Some people, like, I don't I If don't you're care. not making enough milk, you can't yeah. feed your baby. Well, yeah. So, but no, but I think, no, you would be surprised. You don't know much, and I don't mean this in a dismissive way. I'm super nosy about my girlfriends, and I love talking about babies and breastfeeding and all. That's all very interesting to me. So you wouldn't know that. But I know so many of my girlfriends are like sobbing in the middle of the night because they can't make enough milk to feed their child. And boy, on like a cellular, like soul I, level. I imagine that's it's, awful. It's horrible. So I. Just, so you're saying studies show that it's not, that that it makes women feel worse. And in that case, breast oh, milk. Oh, I was feeding, focusing on the baby. That's what I no, was talking but about. But the baby, if that's the case too, that is not healthiest for the baby because their baby is could be losing weight, sustaining weight, and then they switch their baby to formula, <laughs> and, and then suddenly they... their baby is gaining weight and thriving. Okay, I believe it. So because if a baby's obviously losing weight, that affects brain function right. and all that kind of you know because we're doctors, y'all. Right. But the whole point of this is, <sighs> the and poor I agree husband. with Poodle. 
this is a conversation that between, between you and your husband. You and your husband. Because here's the deal. <clears throat> what what's what Cher is setting herself up for and he, he's going to remember this. If she ever says that the father is not active enough in the child's life, Whoa, he yeah. can always come back and say You've excluded me from all the big right. conver- the bo- big conversations <laughs> yeah, anyway. It's it's a it's an argument that's like waiting to happen. Oh uh, yeah. Also like a big old trick. The bomb. fact that the mother looks like Janice from Friends bothers <laughs> the fuck out of me. Oh my god. Chandler, you're gonna have you're gonna have natural childbirth. You should have childbirth, Chandler. But and Chandler how Bing. and how the mother suggests natural childbirth childbirth is so insidious. She's like I just did it natural. Which, again, a lot of women don't realize I, quote unquote, just did it natural. Yep. I mean, there are Your studies. going to feel like shit. If there she- are studies that say epidurals can be not good for the woman later. There are studies of that. But, you know, there's studies for everything. For everything. Yeah. I think so, it goes either way. Yeah. Because if you don't have, I, I have a feeling that. Cher is sitting here going, "Oh, it hurts! It hurts!" Because the, the 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 her husband's like, "I have concerns about her pain tolerance," and she's like, "It hurts, honey! Oh, oh, oh! It's contract! Oh, it's hurting! Oh, it's hurting! Give me the drugs!" Exactly, <laughs> y'all. That's exactly. Pop my pop that epidural in. I don't want to feel nothing. <laughs> I've taken an eleven-inch dick in my butthole before. Eleven? <laughs> if I had a baby. It just I'd pop want it, right out. I'd want it. Well, yeah, now. But if I was having a baby, I would want. I would want an epidural. Oh, me too. Give I would want that epidural. Me. Give it to me. Um. Anyway, so she doesn't. She, mom's like, I thought her pregnancy <clears throat> would exa- be the exact same way. We don't know what her pregnancy has been like. I almost hate that she's having a girl. I'm like, damn it! I wish you had a boy just to fuck with you. It's. Uh, I I find these two pretty cloying. Uh, I, I, ugh, it's so gross. I think what, and we're going to see a lot with these mothers, but especially like what we are going to see, <clears throat> these mothers are horribly selfish and self-centered, oh, totally. narcissistic even. Um, it's a really, it's a problem. One other thing I have is that Cher has, God, it's so hard for me to even say that name. <laughs> Cher? That that the, the the girl is called Cher because she probably got it from Cher from Clueless or something. Probably, probably. not Cher from the singer. I don't mind, but it's, it's... terrible. Um, Cher says important. <laughs> she does say important. <laughs> um, it's very important. So this is what I'm interested. <clears throat> when did they film this? When did they have the baby? Because I wonder if they had their baby during fucking Corona times, which meant only one person was allowed in that delivery room. Which Who one was did it? She choose. <laughs> you mean her husband, the physician, or her mother? Or her mother? I bet that killed her. <laughs> and it makes me think of all of these people that don't live with their mothers. I wonder if I'm sure they're around all their mothers, but oh, I'm them, sure they quarantined have any together. Any of them had the distance? I'm sure they've quarantined together. You the think, ones that are married. Speaking of speaking of quarantining due to distance and living together, the next one is uh, Kathy and Christina, who I've called female Gene Simmons. <laughs> this <laughs> with her hair, I, with her. I don't her know head. why she's wearing a headband. <laughs> I don't know why. She, y'all, she's dressed like a pink football with laces. It's, and y'all, I watched the first, I watched a little bit of the first season. 
the daughter lives there, there was a scene that I laughed till I cried where <laughs> the daughter where the the mom is she's like I'm going over to Christina's house and uh, uh taking some bagels they all have the worst accents. Oh, this is more Chicago. I'm yeah, going over to Christina's house, and I'm going to take some bagels. Bagels, yeah. And she's like, so she gets in her car. She's five houses away. Bitch backs up down her driveway just in reverse. She just reverses She goes her down car. the street she in reverse? She reverses her car. I was laughing like a fool. I was like, ha <laughs> That bitch is in a reverse. I mean, the she's show like, kind of reels you in. Christina, I'm here. I'm here with bagels. Uh, anyway, so Gene Simmons, y'all, uh, uh, Gene Simmons' daughter, Christina, who's very pretty, they're both a little orange. And that, that's kind of a, a thing Ooh. with this show. Everyone's a little orange. Christina is very beautiful, though. She's gorgeous. She's very orange. I don't know. She this did, is a not, very, this did is a, not get it from her mother. No, this is a very Italian family, you guys. I know that's a they're, shock. Yeah, their Instagram <laughs> even like they're very... Everything's Italian. Everything was like um, dot marinara, dot olive oil. They go to <laughs> uh, see Christina's husband, Carlos, at the gym. Car- Carlo, not Carlos. Oh, Carlo. Um, who? Let's talk about Carlos. Who's Poodle. hot, y'all? He's I hot. love. I love a big rotted up Guido. <laughs> Throw him I around. Don't know if that's <laughs> Jesus. I love Please me a don't big old roided up Guido. Just send the message to just Poodle. Some, I don't want it. Just, just he's just smelling like whey protein and sweat. <laughs> uh, what what do you think of like what do you what's it like fucking him? He is hot. You know what? The dick is okay. Okay. But the ass is incredible. He's got so much coursing through his veins. It's probably like a fuck machine. You know, like in those gay porns. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And Italian men have amazing asses. And they fuck good. Y'all have y'all seen the David? They're good. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> sure. Um Poodle that te- was- Poodle texted me that. Carlos semen tastes like what poodle? <laughs> what did you say, poodle? What did you say? I don't want to stereotype Italian men. I said it probably tastes like marinara. You already um, called him a Guido, so I think he is a Guido. <laughs> he would probably say I it. I know, but I love that you would say that it, you said his semen tastes like marinara. It's like stuff. a roided up Guido. But this really kind of is, y'all, this is poodle's perfect man. This is a gorgeous man with beautiful arms who will who, fuck you. Who, has a pizza, who owns a pizza place. Who feed you pizza. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Now, I, I would imagine his constant misogyny would probably uh, annoy the hell out of me. However, Kathy, a.k.a. Gene Simmons, um, thinks she, wear, she owns the pants. Where, where's the pants in this like, relationship? I'm, she's like, I'm the queen. No, She's I'm like, the, no, I'm the king. The, the queen. Prince. King. Queen. I'm the queen, the Don. Anyway, so. Basically, they're remodeling their house. Yeah. And. You're going to live with me. She's like. You're going to live with me. Come over. Come over. Live with come me. Come over. It's fine. Live with me. It's fine. Live with me. We'll be great. You put your bed. We'll put the air up mattress. It'll be everybody's cozy. Uh, and, and so she Carlos was talking to the kids. It. She's like, want to go live at grandma's house? <laughs> and they're like, no. <laughs> no. I'm afraid you're going to eat me, grandma. You smell like old SpaghettiOs <laughs> and something. And so. Here's my question to you, though. You smell like Mars Capone. <laughs> Would you rather? Okay. okay. Would you rather fuck Carlo and get free pizza? Yeah. Or fuck Larry and get free McDonald's? <laughs> that's what. That's this what is Sophie's my, choice. This is what we want to know. Boy, because 
how and you know Larry are both has, for life? Larry has a bigger dick. He does. Are both for life? Yeah. Oh. Because I love pizza. But I think McDonald's every day would get a little boring. But I think pizza would make me gain weight. But Larry, to have to look at his face, I wouldn't like it. But he would have a bigger dick. A much bigger dick. Could I cover up Larry's face? Or no, I'd have to look at him. Well, I think you could cover <laughs> it up with a McDonald's bag. I think I would. Mm, God. Wow. Y'all. But would I also have Carlo's mother in the, in the equation? Or sorry. Uh, uh, no, let's just say just. I wouldn't p- have Kathy. No Kathy. I'd choose Carlo. Wow. Yeah. Someone's shallow. <laughs> wow. Newsflash. Um, so she, they go to, so she's wearing, she, he, she picks her up. She's got this fucking pink laces thing that like she's going to the gym in 1988. <sighs> like, like in the Olivia Newton-John oh, physical. That's why she's um, wearing the headband because she's going to a gym. Not to work not out. Not to work out. Just, just to, to fit be in. seen in the gym. <laughs> Y'all, the one thing about this show, too, is it's so produced. It's very produced. It's, it's kind of gross, actually. This is, this is one of the most, most produced shows I've seen on TLC. Which I don't... Well, if this reminds me, it's probably a lot like that nail salon show people liked. Oh, yeah. What's that called? Nails. I don't know. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, they, uh, he, they, they go to the gym, and you don't bother Carlo at the gym, because that's his church, mm-hmm. kind of. So they, same so, thing for gays. <laughs> so they both like just walk in there, and she's like, "He's like, what the fuck are you doing?" She's like, "I came here. You're gonna live with me in my house." Y'all don't see that movie. That's for the musical nine, but don't the see Virgins that movie. At ball. The Germans at the ball. It's a great musical, though. Beautiful score. Nine. The movie wasn't great, though. I heard. The movie was terrible. Yeah, I heard it was bad. The movie was one of the worst musical movies I've ever seen. I started to watch it, and then I heard that, and I was like, well, I'm just not even going to watch it. Rob Marshall failed. Which is shocking. Uh, He got a bad cast. Daniel Day-Lewis is not funny. He's not. Daniel Day-Lewis is not, doesn't have that same level of crazy. He's a great actor. He doesn't have that level of crazy charisma. That makes us fall in love with. I mean, it should have been Antonio Banderas, like yeah. it was for the revival. Yeah, he's great. Um, you would believe that every woman, even though he treated women like crap, would fall in love with him because every woman does fall in love with yes. Antonio fucking Banderas. Yes, it's true. Antonio Banderas and Zorro could fucking. Oh, here we go. Ooh, out that, of the that, night. That was a seminal film for you. Light. Comes a horse that's known as Zorro. There was a theme from Zorro? The old Disney thing. Zorro, oh. Zorro. I love Zorro. I never as a kid. saw it. Um, anyway, what, what we're we talking about? So she like ambushes him. She ambushes him. She's, she's like, like, What the fuck coming. are you wearing? You're coming to my house. He's like, What are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing, Ma? He doesn't call her Ma, but no, I just but feel it, like he does. So basically, he's like, I'm going to stay with you. The other thing is, not a lot happened in this episode, that you guys. all that happened for them. Um, it's basically, uh, it was basically two different groups. Um, and we're going to talk about... Um, uh, are the, you done with them? I'm done with them. I'm done with Gene Simmons and daughter. You want to talk about... Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens uh, Marsha, do you want to talk about I want to talk about Elena and Marsha Okay Sunhee Sunhi and Marsha. I want to talk, talk about, about Elena and Marsha. Marsha. So Marsha and Elena are so, an older woman. She's older, Mom. She's 68. Yeah. Um, otherwise known as face looker, y'all. This is the one who licks her daughter's face. She didn't in this episode. <laughs> and she did. it's really disturbing that I have to say this, this, that this is the most balanced mother. <laughs> this is the... Face licker. This is the first season for them, right? Yes. Um, this, y'all, face licker... Has a little more perspective than any of the other mothers on the show. I was going to tell you, (laughs) I actually... It's also the saddest story. But I like them the most. Me too. I like them the most. Well, she has has perspective. Well, because... So here's the deal. And this isn't something... They talk about this in the episode. Is that Elena is a little person. She's a little person, but I don't know if that's... But she also has... She has an enzyme deficiency. She has an enzyme deficiency. So she is a little person or has some kind of... Uh, dwarfism due to her enzyme deficiency. So she has to have treatments. We're not sure about her exact diagnosis. Yes, she has to have enzyme treatments once a week. So she was, by the way, she was adopted in fucking Siberia. 
Like, Marsha flew over to get her, and then a Siberian daughter, girl went, Mommy! And she's like, sure. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I, I know. And, and if someone, if some, a, a child yelled mommy at me in Siberia, I'd be like, where's the exit? <laughs> First of all, why am I in Siberia? You would be like, uh, uh, Coma say D say mommy. Say mommy. <laughs> mommy in Siberian. Coma say D say. <laughs> so, um, but, so a lot of this trauma comes from, I think, her having health issues and Marsha. Totally. Is a total. Type A, almost hypochondriac, almost OCD. Yeah. She is so fearful her daughter is going to die. But she does have a little perspective. She's like, you know, I know I know, I have to start, you know, making her more independent. Yes. Some, this mother, y'all, is the only one. Because cause that's what I wrote is you're 68 years old. You're not going to live much longer. Yeah. And your daughter, who is 21, yeah. behaves like an 11-year-old. Like year old, yeah. Yeah, like really, we're going to get to another one of those later. Um, which is, let's be honest, a lot of that is on Marsha. Yeah. But I think she's realizing now, oops, I fucked yeah. up. And, well, and honestly, when wrong you're... with that, parents, sometimes we so fuck up. They, they do. Besides the face licking, y'all, where... They kiss uh, all the time. Like, I feel like they're going to just make out and tongue each other at I'm, any fucking second. At any second. moment, I'm, like, leaning back in my couch just waiting for mom yeah. to, like, slip her the tongue. Oh. Uh, then they do a thing. You, you saw it on the first episode. We did not see it on this episode. Where the, where she chases her mother around. They do it every morning. <laughs> every morning. And I was morning. just like, and I was just like why is this? This is being filmed, so of course it's on television, but why is anyone else watching this? <laughs> I don't know. She just watches and just went, God damn it, you sissies. Yeah. Um, Y'all suck us into the worst shows. So she's going to have her enzyme therapy, and her nurse, uh, Pearl, comes over, and they kiss the medicine before they do it, because it's like... I. I loved this. I wrote. Yeah. I, I well. I love that. I love the gratitude because gratitude is, and I don't mean this in a hoity toity Sarah Bam Sarah Bam Bretna or Oprah way of gratitude, but no, gratitude physi- physiologically will change your chemistry in your body. Yeah. So, y'all, if you're if you're wondering when's the time to practice gratitude, and you're in the now state, now is the time to practice gratitude, and it was like Poodle said the other day. You said in one episode, instead of saying, I I can't do this, kind of looking at just what No, I said don't do it in a negative way. Yeah. When you're, when, you're, when you're practicing gratitude, saying, I'm glad I'm not sick. In other words, I, don't take take the knots out. Say, say, I'm glad I'm healthy. Yes, I'm, I'm grateful yeah. I'm healthy. Even if you write down three things at the end of your day you're grateful for and you make yourself do <laughs> that, you'll be surprised. So I love that, that they – I don't know. I love that. I never thought about – you know, I've never taken medicine and like been thank. I kind of look at, I'm like, fuck, I have to take medicine. Yeah, but they live in that world because their life is so impermanent for them. Like, yeah. I guess, how do you feel when you take your feels? <laughs> you probably kiss it. I'm like, make me feel better, mama, 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 like a bird, baby bird, cheep, cheep, cheep. So. Although Pearl's throwing some shade here. She does. She's like, sometimes she is too much of a mother. She is too... She gives her everything she wants. Yeah. 
Um, so she goes to Quinnipiac University, you guys. Uh, and I wonder how many nights at home Elena is at home. Uh, probably a, a lot. This is the part that I got sad because I thought so. Elena talks about she was bullied a lot. It was probably very difficult. <clears throat> of to course, grow up. yeah, because she's smaller than everybody she's else. Smaller than everybody else. People probably wanted to like fucking pick her up yeah. and all that shit. Um, but and though, I, I it doesn't feel like this is where I, this is on Marcia. She doesn't seem to be experiencing life. Like she doesn't seem to be experiencing. <sighs> college yeah. and like i wonder i used to be very into i'm not anymore so don't ask me to watch it i i stopped like eight seasons ago but uh our ro- old roommate Lindsay got us little really people into big world little people, yep. big world but i know a thing that helped them is they would go to these little people conferences yeah and i wonder lpa and i wonder if little, little people if of America. Elena has ever gone to anything like that because it almost seems like she feels like <clears throat> Her mother is the only one who understands yeah. her, and she feels actually quite alone. Well, and it's that's very true. And if you do go to LPA, Little People of America, there's all kinds of people like you. And sometimes they, they there's like a dance, like a disco. They all get dirty. Cause like, oh, yeah. And the, you know the STDs are rampant people at Little fuck. People A. <laughs> you know what, Iran? This is, uh, some of you know, some of I don't. I'm no longer director, but I, I found it a summer camp for a queer youth called Brave Trails. And it is, it is, those kids are the same in that a lot of Do them- they have, hook up? They try to, yeah. Yeah, I bet. It's called shipping. That's what they call it now. Because I remember the first- But why are you trying to, sh- no, you don't want to ship something. You don't want a relationship. No, but that's what they call it, shipping. You're shipping. You're together. It's it's not, this is what's hard for you, is that you take words the way they mean now, but younger culture changes them all together and has no regards for the history of the so word. So if you ship, that you're still fucking- you're, if you're shipping almost, you're kind of fucking or hooking up. You don't say hooking up. You say shipping. But it's not a relationship. They don't give any care for what the word used to mean. They're making their own definition. Well, that's Webster's, for- <laughs> Webster's Dictionary says the opposite. That's hard for Poodle, y'all. That's really hard for Poodle. Um, you know, words need to mean things. <laughs> Otherwise, what are we doing? It's like the word cool. I'm sure like 50 years ago, people were going, Cool. You mean it's cold? And they're like, no, it's cool. What do you mean, you idiot kid? But cool, and, and but your shipping is actually a contradictory term. The, the, it doesn't matter because younger kids I'm are going to... I'm saying cool is not a good example. But I'm if just, you could, like, like, like when, when the 80s, when someone said, that's a bad shirt... I'm just, that is a good counterexample. I'm just saying, Grandpa, get with it because the younger generation is going to ramrod us. You know what? If your kids say shipping, you can come at us at it. I I guarantee their kids say shipping because that's what all these kids say. Because I remember once I made an announcement. I said, and we know about the shipping. And they all went, oh, like how do oh, the adults right. know? But what I was going to say, doing that camp, there were kids that would come to us with or still do to this day. It's still we didn't have camp this year because of COVID. But every year, um, we did Southern California and Maryland. Kids come with so much trauma and feeling alone, feeling like they're hated. And within four days of being around of people just like them, yeah, like minded people, it changes. So that's yeah. what I really hope for Elena, Elena because I think that would be huge for her. Um, and maybe she's been there, and her mom's just fucked her up too much. <laughs> She she is horny though. Elena is because she's like I want to I want a guy like Liam Hemsworth and blah blah blah. Oh, see what she said. Or I shouldn't say this. 
But that Christian Grey, he's sexy, man. <laughs> I believe that's a fictional character, but that's okay. <laughs> but you know what? Jamie Dorn is fucking... He's Dornan. Dornan. Who cares? It, he is <laughs> he's hot. He's really hot. I I've seen his penis. You have? Yeah, it's like nudes. Real? How? I, I've seen so many nudes of, of celebrities. How? It, it's, on the, it's on the internet. Poodle has a dick whisperer. Someone, <laughs> one of his Y'all, friends on there's Twitter. There's a dick whisperer who sends me a lot of shit. He just says, here's this celebrity's dick. And I'm he's like, like <laughs> so, um, um, So, y'all, she's a singer. Elena is a singer, the sat singer. The saddest thing here is that she has vocal polyps. Poodle, and tell people what vocal polyps are if they don't know. Vocal polyps are actual calcium deposits and worn places that happen on the vocal cords. Now, I don't know if this is a... Medical thing? A medical thing of her disorder, of her or disease. Or medicine, or... Um, but she's a singer, and usually it's due to overuse. Yeah. And polyps are different than nodules or nodes. Uh, polyps are real, and... To be honest, I don't know if the, the fact that she's very small and she's trying to sing bigger and she's trying to be louder, mm-hmm. but she got polyps, y'all. That's almost always overuse. So, Elena, if you're listening, I could probably help you. We would start prop. You you actually need a lot of vocal therapy before that because her voice is already too just scratchy. the way she speaks is not good. I feel like a lot of little people though speak with a scratchier voice. Oh, really? I'm sure there have been studies about this. Yeah. Hmm. Um, um, now you watched the first episode. What did you think of her singing voice? <laughs> it's not bad. It's completely okay. There's a song about being on a highway that I still understand, um, but uh, it's not bad. I I I I'm happy she has a dream. Um, it's sad though that you guys that a lot of times the treatment for polyps is surgery. And then they don't actually help them be better because they don't go away with vocal rest, right? Uh, you Notes need to get will. you need to get them removed. Yeah, polyps polyps almost Julie always. Julie Andrews had polyps, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, you guys, this uh, barring any type of congenital thing, polyps means you're you're speaking incorrectly or singing incorrectly. It has mm. nothing to do with randomly happening. For most people, it's 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 a pathology. In other words, you're doing something incorrectly. If there's tension, or but she's probably a lot of times polyps or nodes happens when someone's trying to emulate a singer like Mariah Carey or Adina Menzel, or Who they both all, have vocal problems. Yeah, now. and so it's it's an epidemic in our culture, um, especially with younger girls. If you want a voice lesson, if Poodle <laughs> has time, he'll teach you. He's doing them all in Skype now. Oh God. I'm I'm kind of booked. You are kind of booked, yeah. actually. And his hair is crazy right now, too. <laughs> I don't know if you want to see it. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so, so this, I, I really think her mom, uh, <coughs> Marion, Marsha, sorry, Marsha is the most balanced of all the mothers. She is, but she's really kind of. Um, but compared to the others. But I think she has. So where I'll retract a little bit of what I said, were, and I don't think I said all of them, but. Maybe I did. Most of these mothers, I said, are narcissistic. Marsha's actually doesn't no, get that vibe. No, There's this really beautiful scene where Elena comes to her on the bed. It's beautiful and also horror movie creepy. But Elena basically tells her her fear like she's worried about her voice. Yeah. If I don't have my voice. That broke my heart. What, what will I do? That broke my heart, too. 
And I have to say, Marsha, I was like, do you have a master's in therapy or something? She did it the right way. She's like, well, you'll just sing another song. But even before that, she asked her question. She was like, well, if you can't, you know, she said she she asked a lot of questions. Yep. The, to the, get this daughter Elena's, and the mom have had a lot of therapy. They have. Yeah, the, and so she asked her daughter a lot of questions to kind of get her to see other perspectives. Yeah. Besides, I'll just sing this one way. And that was beautiful. And then she said, come here and give me a hug. And then she basically... <laughs> she basically tongue raped her. Rocked her <laughs> like a baby. <laughs> she was like, my baby. <laughs> my sweet baby. I'm going to lick you up. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of times, y'all, this is one of the few shows I've ever watched where I had to cover my eyes with my hands. <laughs> there was a part that I covered my eyes with my hands, but we're going to talk about that later. <laughs> It's the one we're leaving for last, y'all. Holy, Holy fuck. fuck. Uh, let's move on to... This town uh, needs an enema. So, <laughs> this town needs an enema. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. I had that CD. Oh, Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale. I like Batman. Y'all, I loved that uh, Prince that was song. We, that was, we did, the beginning of that was what my synchronized swimming routine was to. When I was the Joker, <laughs> Vicky Vale, Vicky Vale, Batman, and I just surface dive, <laughs> and they all tried to catch me, and I outran all of them. What did your mother think? <laughs> she was there. She was cheering. She's like, "Get him, Jay Bird! <laughs> Outrun him!" My my son's the star of the synchronized <laughs> swimming routine. That's him in the white painted face, like the Joker. That is your. It's not homosexual at all. <laughs> your mother, even <laughs> if she is a little embarrassed, she will not show it. If you're doing something, she will be proud. Oh, for you. she will. My mother, my mother, we, my brother and I stopped. At, we asked our mothers to stop coming to our sporting events because she what? got so angry and yelly. Well, we do know that she bit somebody when she, she played did. basketball. She did. She bit someone on the basketball court. Did she ever get into a fight with a parent or anything at the game? Um, Someone did tell her to be quiet one time. She's like, why don't you mind your own business? Wow. And my mom's saying, oh, fat Lynn Dodds. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, should we move on to Sun He and Sun Angelica? Angelica? This is the second season for these guys, too, y'all. <laughs> Y'all, you know those movies where they're like, they're in space, but space has like clubs and bars? Yes. Sun He and Angelica are like bitches you'd see at a space club. They are, they are <laughs> extras from um, Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Yeah. Not Star like, Wars, not or, Star or Trek. Or Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. They are definitely more like. They look ridiculous. Ridiculous, like, but ridiculous, like they wouldn't be in Firefly. <laughs> no, Battlestar Galactica. Like, I'm telling you, can you imagine going out in the day dressed like Sun He and Angelica? Angelica's contacts freak me the fuck out. <laughs> she looks like an jokes. excerpt from The Fifth Element. Yes. Okay, so again, I think the most fucked up person in all of this. Is the guy who's marrying her. Oh, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. I think he's also a loser. I'm not sure. They. This is their second season, you guys. Uh, in the first season, we found out that the guy she was seeing. Uh, first of all, they're the they're the they're the mom and daughter team who share bathwater. They do take share a moment. Ba- they do share bathwater. Everyone, bath take water. a moment and 
it think about your mother taking a bath and you saying, there's some bath water for me. Splish, splash, I was taking a bath, looking at my mama's poutine. <laughs> poutine. <laughs> yeah. So, y'all, yeah, when your mother's, when your mother's filth is in, that she's washed off herself is in the bathtub, just take a minute and think about how revolted you would be. Drip, drop, it wasn't weird at all, even <laughs> though I am 15. <laughs> Well done. Splish splash. Um, I know a lot of girls who did dances to that as children. It seems about right. That um, is disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, she so is. She's cleaning her daughter's ears. We see in the first scene. She's like, "That's a big one." She's a. She's a. The only word I could think of was like a raptor. She's horrible. Yeah, the mom's terrible. She's horrible, and the mother is ridiculously selfish. Does not want the girl to she be is, happier. Than she would be. She is the mother out of all of them that she will sacrifice her daughter's happiness oh, yes. for her own. There, there's one scene where she's like, I just wish that I could find a man like you and you could find a man like me. And then we could just fuck all fuck each other in the same room and then stare, each, stare at each other. So we'd actually be fucking each other. <laughs> it's so fucked up. I hate this show, y'all. <laughs> I hate it. I'm kind of into it. I uh, know. I'm disturbed. <laughs> Y'all, we there's might be doing whole, this another on a bi curious. There's a whole other this this show is a whole other level of just abject for me. I watch it and I just wish I was somewhere else. I might keep watching and make Poodle do another bye. Um. Anyway, so they are at the uh her her she's been with Jason. Um. You guys, that's her new boyfriend, and Jason is still married. Uh, and but he's gonna get divorced. He's been promising and, to get divorced for a long time. Okay, so there's weirdness. Soon, soon he is Sunhi. Sunhi, I'm sorry. Sunhi is she is cuckoo kaboo. But then there is a little bit of like she takes seeds of weirdness or uh, dysfunction and she blows it up at and and decides to control it. Where yeah. and controls her daughter. Where Jason, yes. He has been with this woman for five, five and a half years. Viv- Viviana, no longer than that. They, but they've been no, they've been divorced for like five I mean, years. Divorced for five yeah. years, and they're still not divorced yet. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, divorce does take a long time. Probably, I think Jason felt sorry for Viviana. I think Jason and, is a complete wet blanket. Y'all. Oh yeah, he. I think women probably just run do, over him, run over yeah. him, and he lets them, and he never takes a stand for anything. He's a big lahoo. Too. Big Lahoozer. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we found out. So <laughs> I wrote down it's weird to see a planetary club promoter in a courthouse. It is weird <laughs> to see. <laughs> <laughs> They're just sitting there at that table. I'm like, these two do not belong here. Welcome, Earthling. Welcome. We are here to see the divorce proceedings. Would you like a pulsar cocktail? <laughs> <laughs> That is exactly what they are. They are. They are. There's like a planetary club, and they are extras in the planetary they, club. They're shot girls. <laughs> they're the shot girls. They give you shots at steam. So they're going to the courthouse because they don't believe her mother, son. He doesn't believe that Jason will. She wants to see him sign the divorce papers because she fears he's going to fuck it up. Can just take a moment. And Angelica Again, doesn't want to go to this. Take a moment. And imagine what it would be like to show up 
to your boyfriend's divorce hearing with his ex-wife. Just sit in that for a minute. <laughs> it's just the level of uncomfortableness. I felt so sorry for poor Viviana That's when she I walked sorry in. For all of That's what, look, the fact that you're not acknowledging... That's where I really was grossed out by that. I thought you were. Oh, ups- she's awful. She's you were absolutely awful. This person, you don't give one shit about Viviana as a person. <sighs> she's kind of like the interplanetary club madam. Like she prostitutes she people out. She does. She would do that. <sighs> she, now, she'd, have, then, she'd have. Uh, what's her name? Angelica have sex with a rock monster. Angelica, <laughs> rock monster. <laughs> And it, Someone but, draw that illustration of them being planetary, planetary cocktail waitresses. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there is, but then though you hear that Sun He gets like some things that. Well, okay, I get why that's disturbing you because not only is Jason still with Viviana, they still have a shared bank account. That's, five years. That was disturbing. But that's I think it's, not. Great. I think it's because he feels sorry for her, but that should not have been shared that moment. No, and. Look, especially when you're in a relationship with somebody else, you can still give your ex-wife money or your ex-husband right. money and not have, have, have a, have a joint same account. account. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, I just... But then we find out in the courthouse, we're in the courthouse, and we find out, son, he just full-ups <laughs> asks Viviana, do you still love him? Do you him? still love him? And then she says, I do. I do. And that's when, when uh, that, that that's RuPaul. when the, the club, <laughs> y'all, the inner the interplanetary club got real quiet, and the bouncer with four eyes came out. <laughs> that's when Harrison Ford shot <laughs> that thing because we all, if you're debating it, Han Solo did shoot. Oh my God, they are ridiculous. They're absolutely ridiculous. They are caricatures of people. Mom, is that a wedding band, Viviana? Oh, yeah. Why are you wearing it on your left hand? Shut up. Shut up. She's horrible. Yeah. They're they're definitely my... Even, even, I even like Cher and, uh, and I, Dawn I more than show, those two. I would fast forward those two. I think I'd boop boop it. They're absolutely awful. Couldn't do it. Boop boop it. I would now, however... You always say boop boop because of TiVo. Boop, boop. I would watch... The whole show for these next two that we're going to talk about. <laughs> because these are a car wreck you can't look away from. There's so many things to, to unpack here. And by then I'm talking about Mary and Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> Thank you for saying her name right. <laughs> so y'all. <laughs> they live in Jensen Beach, Florida. This is their new season for them, right? Yes. They're... <laughs> So, just to give you an explanation, Whew. y'all. Mary is an orange Barbie. Mary. With a lot of plastic surgery. Mary is a helicopter version parent of Darcy in her 60s. Yes, that's very appropriate. That is what she looks like. She has the hair extensions for day, although her hair extensions are better than Darcy's. Oh, much better. She's got nice hair Why extensions. Why did Darcy and Stacy have terrible extensions? They I don't can't. Know. TLC paid for them, didn't they? By the way, y'all, if you haven't checked out 90 Day Gays, either Twitter, our Facebook page, or our Instagram, you can see our newest 90 Day Theater is Darcy and Stacy. Go into the nail salon. It took days, a poodle three days to get that bronzer off. 
I want to talk about, so we're in a confessional. This is one of my favorite sentences that had ever been said before. My beautiful daughter, Brittani, just graduated from the Correctional Academy, and then we're going to have a huge party. So <laughs> she was like in tough, girl, tough kid school. I thought it was too, but I watched the first episode. It's not Correctional Academy. She is in school to be a corrections officer. <gasps> yes. She's going to fall in love with a prisoner. <laughs> She's gonna fall I in love with a prisoner. She, I wrote that down. She's gonna help him escape. Yes. She's gonna fall in love with a prisoner, and her mom's gonna be pissed. Yeah. It's gonna be total like Shawshank Redemption. I am. That's it. I'm totally committed to this show, <laughs> sissies. I'm watching the rest of it. Come at me. I would watch it just for these two. Ooh. These two and Face Licker, and wow, uh, Face Licker. Oh, you see her in her correctional officer uniform oh. in episode one. So That and, is great. And she has Y'all, problems. If you're a casting director of this smothered show, come at us. We would want to <laughs> interview and say you to you, where do you meet people? Or how are your nightmares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you have PTSD? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> wow. I have I almost have PTSD from watching two episodes, to be honest. Face Licker about did me in. However, I was completely killed by this segment. <laughs> to the point when I was scream laughing near the of, of the last ten minutes of the segment, I scream laughed. I was, and we're going to talk about. I it. I was completely mouth open, wordless. <laughs> like I, so I had the opposite reaction of completely. So, you guys, she's graduating from correctional academy. <laughs> so to give you some, so to give you some <laughs> backgrounds, first of all. I don't. Brittany's not that smart. No, I think she she had a disorder where you find oh, out in the did. first, in the first that, season. So I don't no, retract she that. has. I don't think it's an intellectual disorder though. Oh, okay. So she had a problem with the first season. She grew up very fat. She had a bunch of hormones and everything. She started growing body hair at like age six. Oh wow! Yeah, and so she was well, taller, that got real personal, and bigger than all the other kids. Oh, and so yeah. and she was. Had weight issues on top yes. of that because Brittany, y'all, she does not love herself. No, Brittany uh, doesn't Brittany at used all. Used to be two hundred forty-five pounds. She got gastric sleeve and lost about eighty-five of them. Yes, um, and now y'all, I will tell you, Mary is. Com- I know this is shocking. Mary is completely supportive of plastic surgery. <laughs> she, it's odd. She is supportive of plastic surgery, and she goes on a litany of all. She, she's like, I've had my boobs done five times. I had a filler here. They put the fat in here. And the, she's, she's like, I actually had a fat extraction. Yeah, she's like, and they put it other places in my body. She, they actually moved my vagina to my mouth, but I didn't think it looked good, so I moved it back. Anyway, <laughs> took five surgeries. Took five surgeries. Oh, nobody wants vulvas. <laughs> um, but vulva. vulva. But so <laughs> she, it's weird in that. But then she also says to her daughter, um, which I feel like reminds us anything that makes you happy is fine. Or what ugh. you say to your children is kids pay a t- more attention to how you behave yeah. than how what you. Because she says to her. You're beautiful. You don't need anything. Right. But look at her. But how can you as look a at daughter, Tan Barbie. Look at Tan Orange Barbie, Barbie. Yeah. And not think, well, this Orange is how you operate A-A-R-P, as a woman. A A R P Barbie. Yeah. So, so regardless of that, Brittany has no self esteem. No. At all. None. Yeah. And she so. She kind of talks like this, y'all, too, because Brittany's also 12 years old emotionally. 
And that's she's, probably because of what? I think she's emotionally stunted, and I don't think her, she just She's not intellectually she's all there. Not, I don't think she's she smart. She kind of talks like this, too. And so, Mama. I feel like it's kind of that chicken or the egg. Does the mother overmother her because she needs to, or does she overmother her because she's worried her dog's gonna, daughter is going to keep walking and walk <laughs> off a cliff because she doesn't know any better? Um, but you know what's going to make all that better? A colonic. colonic. <laughs> <laughs> now Mary's had like eleven of them. She's had a lot of colonics. <laughs> she says very to, Los Angeles thing to y'all. Brittani, you don't need to get a stomach. Just get a colonic because you lose some weight. From can that. a colonic take your tummy out? So I have had colonics done. Really? Yes, at the place right by my house on Pico Boulevard called Colon Rollin', <laughs> and it's the woman who did it. Her name's Mary. Actually, as well. Why do you get these? Well, I tried it once because she's my neighbor. Mary was the original, and I'm not kidding. She told this to me. I said, she told this to me while I had water shooting up my butt. And I went, this uh-huh. can't be true. But I looked it up, and it's, she is the original Motormouth Babel from Hairspray Broadway. Shut up. Yes. Big, blonde, and beautiful. Wow. The Queen Latifah role from the movie. She really is. There were some other Broadway shows that she premiered in, too. And then her mother got sick. She moved back to L.A., and now she puts water up people's butts. <laughs> Cautionary tale. So I tried when it. When your family gets sick, y'all, don't quit your job. Well, I tried it because <laughs> an old friend who, an old friend that you teach voice is a big fan of colonics. Oh, I know who it is. And, yeah. so, and also, y'all, when you get stuff done to your butt a lot, you just like to clean it out it's every once in a while. It's just all in a day. I kind of think you would enjoy it, but it is. Now, this was a much nicer place than Colin Rowland. Colin Rowland, I just bent over. She just said, look at that picture on the wall, and then stuck it up my butt. And I was like, whoa. You going to buy me dinner first? Yeah, um, which clearly wasn't a problem. She said, I said, is it in there? And she she's said, like, this is the largest like, size. <laughs> I can't <laughs> feel anything, Mary. <laughs> can't feel a thing. Get it. She's Come like, on, Mary. Let me like, get back there. Honey, you got six feet in there. Let me get six feet. Are you in sure? You. I don't feel it. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> okay, there we. Oh, all right. It's in my neck. I feel it now. <laughs> it just in. <laughs> Back roll. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for you that hate sounds. <laughs> so anyway, so that was my experience. You should do it though. So what it is, it, it's, it, it's it, not as painful as Mary. It does feel weird that you get full of water. Yeah. And it feels like you're just, it does feel like, you just feel really full. Like you ate a lot of food and you need to take a huge shit. Uh-huh. But you do see your stomach expand. Right. And like move up full of water. And you take it for as long as you can until you have to let go. And then you basically just have to like release, put the the water come in. It's a little, but you're not supposed to push. You're supposed to release. Got it. So you're not straining. So it does take a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's just going gangbusters. Drip, 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 drip. Yep. Splash, splash. I was taking a (laughs) Which it's great for, um, if Are we co- sponsoring colonics the way you're should. talking about them? For any of you that want to, if any of you are a big ass takers, if you're planning on taking big the football team, have a colonic the morning before, <laughs> and that ass is going to be bing, sparkling. Sparkling. Bing. They can fist you, miss you, kiss you, whatever. <laughs> it's going to be like palm olive cleaned you out. Anyway, y'all. 
So <laughs> they they're gonna go to this Kalonics place. Yeah. It's she's like, This is Britannia's first time. No. Mary does it and Mary Mary basically now first of all, the woman who did Kalonics said, So you're gonna insert something under the rectum and you'll feel fluids filling your ass, your your the anal cavity. Jake actually came his pants. <laughs> Because it's been that long, y'all. Uh, he literally just... Fluids! Fluids in my uh, butthole. Uh, 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 uh. Maybe you should get colonics. It'll at least feel like something's got up there. And she's like, honey, you're, ta- you're taking way too much pleasure in this. <laughs> you're like, oh. Uh, so she's holding mom's hand. Uh-huh. And mom's like, there's so much pressure. She's like, oh my gosh, it hurts. It hurts. And you notice how she can't put her lips together when she's laying down? I liked it when it finally started to come out. She's like, yay! Yay! This is when when I started scream laughing. Uh, So, you guys. And then the daughter. Bless her heart. Lenny from Meister Men. She's like. Or is this how you do this, Mom? Look, Brittani decides to get up there. And she's like, honey, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to put this tube in your ass. (laughs) Y'all, if you're over the age of 12 years old (laughs) and your parents still had to put things in your ass, you you might want to process that. Might want to process that. So, y'all... Um. Uh, I think it's time. there. They are. She's basically no, no, no Britani. Don't put it in there. You need to put it in your butt, not your butt, not your vagina. Not your vagina. She's like, Mom, <laughs> like, Thanks, I know. Mom, I don't know She's where like, well, it hey, is. Just say it gets up there. It's like a big douche. So anyway, this seems like a time for you know we normally do ninety days theater. I guess this is smothered theater. Smothered. This is going to be a very few times, and this is going to include uh some sound work, you guys. You know, I think this is. Mother's br- smothered, smothered and covered theater. Smothered and covered, yes. covered and shit. <laughs> Not like the smothered brothers. No, um, they didn't do this bit. So you guys, I'll be playing the role of Brittani, and uh, Maddie will be playing the role of, of Mary. Mary, I'll be playing Mary. Um, so they're having a real heart to heart when uh, she gets the col- colonic tube pushed up her ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and so so picture this. Britannia's laying on the table, and then suddenly she gets it in her butt, and then, and scene. And scene. Okay, honey, this is, this. it's going to be fine. You're just getting filled up. Your your cavity's getting filled up oh, with water. Mama. And then you Are just, you sure? mm-hmm, and then you just got to, I know you feel really full, like you had, like mommy made you a big dinner, and you had a big mm-hmm. ho-ho, but, but now you just mm-hmm. got to. Bear I down. love your lasagna. This is like that, but now you okay. just got to bear down, like dropping okay. a, a big load. Okay. Oh, oh that, that was some... Lucky a poopsie! How's your dating life? You getting excited for your party? You know, I kind of think that Paul only wants me for my body. Surely not, honey. Surely not. Surely... Nope, you told me he wants be- to be... Friends with benefits. What boys say that? Yeah. Oh, what about Zach? Zach's such a. Is I that, don't does, know. I don't really feel like a woman lately. You've got this. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. And now you're gonna be so skinny after this colonics. Oh, you're always the best, Mama. You need to say always say the right things. <laughs> Yay. 
There you go, honey. That was a big poo-poo. Okay. You feel better? Much better. Why doesn't Zach love you? And scene. <laughs> wow. That either was funny to you guys or, or revolting. <laughs> but that's literally what just happened. Like, they were having a conversation about Zach while she was getting a tube shoved up her ass no. with poop coming out of it. Yep. And Brittany <laughs> was not handling it well. <laughs> oh! Like... You know who I feel sorry for in all of this? Y'all, there was a cameraman and a sound guy in there. <laughs> or sound woman. It was a cameraman. And a sound we grip. Saw... And, a, and a guy just going, you know, I've seen some shit, but I've never seen anything, anything like, like that. Y'all, and they actually showed, they blocked it out, but still, they showed stuff going through the tube. They did. And it drove me. I That's where I... Where you said you they had to put your hands over your eyes. That's where I put my hands over they my eyes. Showed, I don't want to see that. They, they blocked it out, y'all, but the camera showed poop going out of the tube. She's like, there's a poopy. <sighs> How far we've fallen. How Let's be far? honest. We were never really that high up anyway. I just want to say, sissies, you're the reason why this has happened. Because you came at us and told us. I just poured water into a bowl simulating shit. <laughs> This looks like a B-roll a scene from Splash in here without any salt water and no Daryl Hannah. I can't do this show. Let's, I'm done. I, I can't go on. I love Splash. That's a good movie. Anyway, I hate you all because I might have I'm gotten not into this the show. show. Nope. Yeah, we'll see about that. Nope, not watching we'll it. We'll see about that. Awful, 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 awful. We'll see about that. When in, awful. We'll see. Anyway, y'all. That's the show, y'all. That's, That's the show. Curious. Welcome to all of you new uh, Don't Pull Over tier members. We're excited you guys could share yes. this with us. We're going to be emailing you. I, again, uh, I think I'm going to have that by the end of the day. But So hopefully this Promo week. Promo or, or discount codes. We're going to be emailing you discount codes. And for those of you at the um, the Come At Us tier, on the 15th, the highest tier, you're going to be getting, uh, we'll send you an email probably tomorrow with the Google Voice number where you can leave a Google Voice number that could be potentially for the Sissy Shadow. Just remember to leave your Patreon name and, and at the first thing, say your Patreon name and say public or private, meaning do you want us to say your name or not? Yay. But, we're, but we need to know that to know that you're an actual patron. And I think that's it. This is a fun show for us to recap together. I don't I have know. fun with you, whore. <laughs> I, can't say it, I can't say it was a pleasure. It's better than Labor of Love. It, oh, least, anything's better than that. Listen knows what it is. Yeah, that's true. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. So remember, oh, I can't even do a sign-off for this show, <laughs> y'all. Remember, when your mother's holding your hand and you're just pushing out some shit, call us. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 